to Happy Talks with Dr. Alice and Donovan. Dr. Alice Fong is a holistic naturopathic doctor and founder of Amour de Soi Wellness. And Donovan Jensen is a software engineer and founder of HowToHappy.com. Together, they're out to cause more happiness in the world. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Happy Talks. My name is Dr. Alice, and this is my awesome co-host, Donovan. And today we are asking the age-old question, is ignorance bliss? So Donovan, what are your initial thoughts when it comes to ignorance as bliss? Yeah, so I think it really depends on sort of the specific thing you're talking about, right? Yeah. But at a baseline, I would say probably not, because I feel like the more that you understand, the more that you're able to sort of make choices, right? Like, for example, if you if you feel unhappy and you don't know why, like... Yeah it doesn't give you much to work on or like you kind of have to shoot in the dark until you find something that starts working or whatever else. So for many things, I think that's, it's probably not the case, right? Like where like ignorance does not help you at all. Um, or, or for, for things like, for example, um, let's say that you are overeating or eating unhealthy or, or something like that. Yeah. And you're not aware of like, methods or strategies for eating healthier like yeah sure for some period of time you may you know be mm -hmm. able to be happy in that ignorance but at some point then you're also gonna have to face all the consequences of of not really knowing what it is that your actions are, are causing or leading to so again you just don't have as much of an ability to make sort of conscious choices around what is going to be optimal for you but mm -hmm. I think there are a bunch of other directions that you could potentially take this up, but I'm curious what your take is first. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. There are so many different directions we could take this. And it, I think it is really dependent on the context. And that could be very different for each individual. Maybe for some people, being in the dark does give them more happiness, not knowing them. Um but for like, I like the example you used about, like, let's say you're trying to lose weight, but you're not actually in the, or know exactly what you need to do. And you're just eating whatever you feel like eating because it tastes good. Um, and not knowing what's actually helpful or harmful for you. Um, in that situation, I mean, it's like maybe the food in the moment's bringing you happiness and you're not aware of like the actual negative impacts that might have on your body, the long-term effects of that. Um, when it's compounded over time, when you're eating that all the time. And, but at the same time, it's like, uh, there's other situations like actually what the, the thing that came to my mind was actually a recent incident that I discovered. So my husband and I were at a music festival uh, this past weekend, Bottle Rock, which is in Napa, and it had huge headliners. And my husband had been to many, many of these big type of music festivals with tons of big name headliners and whatnot. I've been to a lot of concerts, but I've never been to a huge like music festival with tons of like big named artists. And so we were talking about it and he was talking about how that you know yeah if you go with someone like you're dating and you're into different types of music it might not be the most enjoyable thing because then it's like you have to figure out like 
to how to find the right balance between like what artists do you see and things like that. And he mentioned about how he went with a girl to a festival years ago, like the Moonrise Festival. And um, and it wasn't a good experience because they had like different tastes and they wanted to approach it in a different manner and it it, it didn't work out. And it made me realize because like the day after I met him, <laughs> give you context where I'm going with this. The day after I met him, I remember he had gone to when I had a magical first date with him. I, it was for me, love at first conversation. Um, I remember him saying he was going to the Moonrise Festival. So I realized like from five years ago when we met, he had gone out to this music festival with a different girl, which I get that he probably made those plans. He did make those plans before I even met me. So, and we were like just getting to know each other, but it kind of like bursted the magic bubble of our initial love story. Um, even though he said he didn't have a great time with her or anything or didn't really see her after that. It just kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> did I really need to know that? At the same time, I, I'm like, I don't like when people withhold things to protect my feelings at the same time, but it's one of those conundrums where I'm like, maybe not knowing that would have been, <laughs> been better for me or not. But when it's like purposely withholding because you're afraid that it's going to hurt someone's feelings, I think that can be dangerous territory, especially if it's like, something more significant like oh I cheated on my partner or I um or I spent all our money <laughs> to tell them. that would be like a more serious thing and and you're like oh well I'm withholding that to protect their feelings when it's really protecting yourself so that again it's about the context and it could vary situationally from person to person and situation to situation I guess yeah, I think as I was listening to you talk, one of the things that uh, sort of came out of it for me is mm -hmm. like, it's important what the, what the, like you're saying the context is, but like also the meaning and the impact and, and what you are mm -hmm. able to do with the yeah. information, right? Like definitely on the example that I gave where it's like, this is not that useful because knowing how to like eat healthy and knowing like what foods are nutritious and which ones are not or whatnot. Like mm -hmm. that's very actionable information. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in your example, I feel like there's like a couple different levels, right? Where it's like, cool. Like if there's infidelity, like, yeah, yeah you can't take <laughs> action on that, right? Like whatever happened already happened mm -hmm. or like, you know, like in the future, you can't choose like, Hey, I choose my partner to stop cheating. <laughs> like that's, that's not <laughs> how that works. Right. Um, but it's very like meaningful information in terms of like what you decide to do, right? Mm -hmm. It's like that information is uh, what there are presumptions built into sort of like the foundations of your relationship mm -hmm. around like what you expect and, and having that information makes a big difference. Right. But then I feel like there's other stuff um, that can sort of like pull your attention away two things that are not actionable or meaningful and sort of like unpleasant at the same time like that i think those are the cases where like ignorance is bliss can actually be uh, mm -hmm. a little bit more of a thing 
the the top example that comes to mind for me is like the news, right? There's oh, constantly yeah. stuff in the news yeah. that like can take your attention. Mm-hmm. You probably can't really do anything about it. It's negative. And like generally ignorance is going to be bliss. Like I used to look at the news quite often and think like, oh, like I, I need to keep up with what's going on. And then I stopped. And then after like years of not really looking at the news, realized like, man, I used so much of my attention mm-hmm. on stuff that generally just like made me unhappy and there's nothing I could do about it. Yeah. So I think those are like the most clear cut cases of, of just like things that eat your attention and just like there's no actionable or meaningful or like there's nothing it, it just doesn't add anything in any way yeah no yeah I agree news a lot of times doesn't benefit you and they are it it's changed over the years too to make it more sensationalized so it draws people to watch it more and that creates more fear and not so happy feelings and you know I mean I think it's helpful to be informed to some extent it's like like when COVID happened, it's the, I mean, news was all, all, all about COVID, but there's only like so much information about COVID I actually need versus like every little detail of it was unnecessary and just creating more panic and fear uh, for everyone. Um, but if you were so in the dark that you didn't even know that COVID existed, that would be kind of not... <laughs> that would be something else (laughs) i'd be very shocked if i knew anyone who didn't know about covid at this point but um yeah i mean i think i really like what you said about the the meaningfulness behind it and the impact it can have on it because let's say you know that happened at the very start of our relationship, like literally like the day after we met. So get it. We weren't in a committed, serious relationship at the time. We were just getting to know each other. So I get it. But if if the context was like he did that now after five years together and we're married and having a kid on the way, that would be very upsetting. And um, I would definitely want to know because that would kind of change the dynamic of our relationship and potentially um yeah end it <laughs> so it yeah context and definitely mix mix the difference and the meaningfulness behind it um matters yeah because i think there's there are things that can fall into sort of a it's more of a gray area than other things right like stuff yeah. like the news generally right, right? Yeah. like yes yeah, sometimes the information is actionable but i've found personally that any news that i actually need will will find me you right. know without me like spending a bunch of time reading news but there's other stuff that like it's it's in a gray area in terms of like it does have some impact on you but not necessarily a ton those are the things that mm-hmm. like so for example um there's been a couple times that I've found out that like friends or family have lied to me about things that are extremely minor, like extremely minor, Yeah, you know, and it's not enough to like derail the relationship, but it's enough to be like, Hey, that sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. That's yeah. that's unfortunate. Uh-huh. Uh, and I feel like those, like the ignorance is bliss piece on those falls into kind of a, a gray area. Right. Because it's like, if you never found out about those things or like mm-hmm. never heard about them or whatever else, like, you would be happy more or less like um about whatever that instance is 
mm-hmm. when you do find out about it, like it does add some information that's like useful or meaningful. Yeah. But also the impact is pretty low. Mm-hmm. So it's like, for me, those are the situations where it gets a little more like, I don't actually know if ignorance is bliss in these cases or not. Like, it's not really important, like, to know that that, oh, like, oh, I found out the truth of this tiny, tiny white lie. Like, oh, no. Right. But then there is another part of me that's like, yeah, but then you have, like, just a little more context around, like, oh, so this person didn't lie to me. I was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I almost kind of have this visualization of like a literal a literal bubble getting popped <laughs> with, with like some information that's not gonna be so so dire or, or hurtful but just kind of like first in your bubble like maybe when you're a kid and you find out that for all the kids watching <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna... <laughs> We're sorry if I ruined this for you. But when you find out like Santa Claus isn't real or the Easter Bunny or things like that, it's just, you know, I don't want my child to like go into adulthood thinking that Santa Claus is going to be there <laughs> all the time. But I mean, at the same time, it's like you want that childhood innocence to last as long as you can. So it's like, Am I, me withholding the fact that Santa Claus doesn't exist is that keeping them their ignorance bliss? I don't know. What are you, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take it a slightly different angle, but I think what is what what I'm realizing through this conversation is like anytime that you you have one of these situations where yeah uh, you lose ignorance and bliss, <laughs> yeah. right? It's it's because you get information or learn something that like is a violation of your expectations or beliefs. And mm-hmm. whether or not that the the actual like meaning behind that is impactful, mm-hmm. it's sort of a painful process to reconcile like this is how I thought things were, or, like this is what I believed, or right, you know, sort of like that sort of train of thought, and then getting information that like reality is not that. Like no matter how big the discrepancy is, that process I feel like is like a little bit painful. Like there's always just a little bit of like, oh, so like what else? You know, like it opens up like a little bit of like, what else am I wrong about? Or like, what else do I believe that's not this case or or whatever else? And I think that's why um, I'm just realizing like why even the small things are kind of are like unsettling or don't feel good is because even if, even if, I mean, there's there's times too where like, it's mm-hmm. not by any sort of maliciousness, right? It's just like by whatever thing I had a belief. Right. Or I thought something was a certain way. Yeah. And then I get informed mm-hmm. and like, I'm just like, oh, uh, 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 okay. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I can, I guess it kind of can really shift your perspective on life. I mean, yeah, more information gives you more perspective, but at the same time, it can kind of like taint your worldview. Like I think of, you know, at some point, most children learn that, hey, I i mean, I used to believe that everything an adult said was true. <laughs> and eventually, I learned that is not the case. And sometimes they just say things to who, who knows, maybe to protect my me, maybe to, you know, protect themselves. Who knows? But it just like blew my mind to discover. 
<laughs> discover that for the first time. I don't even remember how old I was to just not like take everything an adult said to heart, basically, to recognize that and to recognize. But I think in in the long term, it's like that is technically important to to know that people lie <laughs> because that's the reality because you could definitely get taken advantage of very easily um if you just trust whatever anyone says because especially nowadays with technology and the millions of billions of scammers out there it could be very detrimental but it, it does kind of like take away your 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 rose-colored view <laughs> glasses from from how the world runs i guess <laughs> yeah well i'm going to take it from sort of a similar but different angle which is like i do feel like you know in some cases it takes i guess what you could call like innocence away right and makes things feel a little bit more like harsh or whatever else but i feel like there are also other cases where um, or like another way you could put it is like people are just deluded about the reality of what's going on around them. Mm -hmm. And it takes sort of this like unveiling of the truth to bring you more in alignment with what's actually going on. Right. And while that's generally like a painful process, I think it can be really useful too. Like I, I am sure you have run into someone or been the person mm -hmm. who is in a relationship and like, it's not a good relationship and everyone from the outside can see it and tell what's going on. Yeah. And like, it takes one specific thing or maybe it builds up over time, but like at some point it sort of like snaps and then the yeah. person can actually see the relationship that they're in or like somehow all of that, all of that rose colored filtering goes away and they just realize like, Oh wow. Like this is ridiculous. Like, and then they have like come back to reality and and see everything that like is not correct or not going well um and i feel like that's just sort of like the opposite angle right like yeah sometimes it really sucks because it's like i thought things were nice and rosy and cute and they actually suck and other times it's like things actually suck and you can't see that for some reason until like yeah you get um enlightened to sort of like more of the truth of the situation yeah, definitely. I mean, I've heard of a few situations where, you know, some, a married couple, like one really wants the divorce and they finally share that with their partner and the partner's like totally shocked and like, this was totally blindsided by, by the fact. And I thought everything was perfect and nothing was wrong. And, you know, I, I see that that happen a lot and, you know, it, it could be, I mean, I think it it allows it's important to have some self-reflection and like what role did I play in this? But also realize that, you know, there's also things out of your control in a relationship. And, you know, maybe it just wasn't a perfect fit as you saw in your perspective, um, potentially. Yeah. And I feel like, again, like, yes, you're going to lose mm -hmm. bliss for the time being but it's also necessary to get to a more balanced or like realistic place so i mean like in one sense yeah ignorance is bliss but but i think the the missing like mm -hmm. addendum to that is like it it's bliss but like there's consequences to things <laughs> right there are <laughs> consequences to it 
And, you know, for me personally, and I'd be, I'm kind of sensing that you might agree with what I would want. If I had a choice between choosing the truth or ignorance, <laughs> probably, even though the truth might hurt, I, I think, you know, eventually I'll move on. It will hurt, but it's only a temporary thing. It's not going to last forever, hopefully. And um, I'll find my happiness again. So I would choose truth so I could be fully informed. Um, what about yourself? <laughs> For me, it really depends on how actionable the information is. Here's the example that I thought okay. of that's kind of wild. <laughs> yeah. But like, if I, if we'll say my grandma, like if my grandma actually really hates me, and is just like pretending to be nice to me for my whole life. Like, <laughs> I don't know what that would change for me to learn the truth of that. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, I don't know that that would be useful to me, especially given like how long she's already been nice to me. Right. Um, and it's kind of like a weird example, but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking, that's the first thing that came to mind from like, I don't yeah. know if I would actually want to know that because I don't gain anything useful out of it and I would just be hurt. Like, yeah. Um, I guess we still have a number of years together. So that would like change how we interact going forward. But, I, but I like, however, outside of my wild example, that's not very realistic. Um, for the most part, yeah, I think having sort of more information is more useful as long as. It, it it informs you to do something in some way. Again, like I was saying with the news, like just reading about like, hey, this person got shot over here and this thing is on fire and this horrible thing happened. Like that stuff, not so useful or like actionable for me. Um, but in in relationships, for sure, um, more information is generally better because even if the thing is painful and and, and minor, it still gives some extra context to the relationship in a way that may be useful moving forward. Right. Um, there have been a few relationships that I've had or like, you know, like friends or people I've known where I got the truth of a bunch of small things and it added up to a big thing, which is just like, this is a weird pattern that like, yeah. I probably shouldn't have this like friend around anymore type of type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and so even though each individual instance seemed kind of small, it all helped me inform, like, e e each thing by itself, it wouldn't have been enough for me to be like, oh, I shouldn't have yeah. this person in my life or whatever. But all taken together, having, like, the truth of all of it was enough to paint a context of just like, oh, something's weird here. This pattern's not good. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I think, you know, it also, the downside of having truth I mean, yeah, it hurts, but at the same time, the upside of it is that it gives you choice on what to do about it. Like if you know fully the whole situation, then you can make an informed decision essentially. Uh, because yeah, the situation I thought of is like one of my, er my earliest relationships where my partner cheated on me with multiple people and I was young and 19 and very ignorant in many ways and ignored all the red flags that were constantly like all over the place. But I was just like, oh, yeah, we're so happy. <laughs> like all of that. 
when um if i if me 20 10 years later saw what i was doing i'd be like oh my gosh what how do you not see the signs this is a bad situation um but yeah finding finding out the truth it, it sucked it was very painful and hurtful but i think ultimately it made me stronger and more aware of like oh this is what a red flag is this is something to pay attention to and then i have the choice to whether or not to stay or leave that relationship and generally i don't think i've been with anyone that has cheated on me since um knock on wood hopefully <laughs> Uh, so it, it did kind of like, even though that experience sucked, it it kind of helped pave the path to healthier relationships moving forward. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, on a related note, I'd be curious what your take is on, let's say that you have some information that's like, maybe it wasn't maliciously withheld or whatever else. Yeah. But like, you know, it's going to be painful for someone else to hear. Mm -hmm. I'm curious what your take is on like proactively sharing it or just like, hey, if it comes up or like mm -hmm. what what you think about sort of some of these situations when you're the one holding the the cards. Holding the cards. Um, I, I don't know. It also kind of depends on us. Like, is it? do I know something about someone else that someone else should know? Like if I knew yeah, yeah, yeah. No. cheating on this person, that person doesn't know. I like, but I'm like, is that my place to say it should come from them, but they're not doing anything about it. Kind of like that dilemma um, versus like my own uh, situation. I'm trying to think of a situation where I'm like, uh, they don't need to know that. <laughs> I'm trying trying to oh oh I actually I just thought of a situation yes so I don't thankfully <laughs> usually watch this podcast or listen to it uh, but I don't think it's like that big of a deal so you know how um, some people are kind of like oh you shouldn't eat sushi while you're pregnant <laughs> kind <of a> thing. <laughs> I may or may not have eaten some smoked salmon <laughs> during this pregnancy at some point um where um yeah initially if if, if he knew he might like freak out about it because he's very like avoid everything that could put the potential risk uh, so, so I think that information I don't think it's gonna hurt me or the baby um and it's just gonna create more distress for him so that is information I have withheld. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if it was like something bigger, so if it was something bigger, like he wasn't the father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something terrible. <laughs> uh, which that would, I don't think if it was something as heavy as that, I, I don't know. Like I am a person who generally like, I can't hold something in like that. <laughs> I don't think that it's like something even though I know it would hurt, it would be terrible. Um, but I feel like hope my integrity would just have me share it because like living, um, because yeah, I don't think it's fair to him to deal with the consequences if he's in ignorance about that. Yeah. 
So I think I would ultimately, if it, if in my opinion, mm -hmm. it was a heavier thing like that, I would most likely not withhold something to that degree, but smaller stuff. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that sort of aligns with my experience, which is like, yeah, sure. If it's something big, like ignorance might be bliss and the person might be happier or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever else in, in a sense without knowing what, what it is. Yeah. Um, when I have been privy to these sort of like heavier pieces of information, uh, it eats away at me mm -hmm. and, and in the same way, but the opposite, the smaller yeah. stuff, yeah, like smaller stuff. I usually, it's, it's usually pretty easy for me to just be like, I, the amount of, uh, what problem that this is going to cause relative to like what it's worth right doesn't seem worth it because there are also um i don't I, we haven't really talked about this much before but like it's it's hard because it's everybody's opinion but sometimes like some people find things very important that uh i don't or i disagree or just like people disagree and you know in one sense it it seems a little bit wrong to like withhold some of that information but in another sense it's just like this person values this thing so highly and it's just like not that serious like uh i don't know that's pretty dismissive but it's 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 hard for me i guess it's it's difficult for me sometimes when there's such a mismatch in the value of a very particular thing mm -hmm. to feel obligated to bring up uh like missing details proactively let me give you an example of something that's like very light so it's easy to talk about yeah. my girlfriend is like hates ants like so <laughs> bad like so bad that if i like just like if i touch it like if i step on one with my shoe i need to like go burn my shoe like type <laughs> of level of hate for for them yeah and so for something like that where i'm like i I mean, if if there were like five crawling on my hand, it would be gross, but I wouldn't be like, oh no, this is the worst thing ever. Right. You know, so for like for mismatches like that, I feel like it's much easier for me to just be like, uh, I'm not gonna like proactively share that I smushed one with my fingers and like <laughs> yeah. right. whatever else. But I feel like those are uh an interesting case of just like I don't know. There is another part of me that that as we're talking about it, I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, maybe that's not correct. Maybe that's not, like, a fair thing to do because it is something that's important, but it's, like, goes back to this, like, ignorance is bliss thing. It's, like, there's no way that you're ever going to know that I smushed one. Like, it's not going to come up. True. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that wouldn't necessarily come up unless she's, like, asking you. Yeah. Have you pushed any ants lately? Yeah. <laughs> and then if you deny it, that would be a different situation. But but yeah, just one of those random things. Like, yeah, my, my husband isn't like, oh, have you been sneaking any sushi <laughs> lately? And at that that point, I, I might I might come clean and confess. Um, but I don't I don't see the necessity at this time. So <laughs> Anyway, so I think we covered this topic pretty well. Was there anything else you wanted to add to the conversation? Uh, just a little recap-ish sort of thing, but I feel like it does get uh, a little bit nuanced, you know, around like 
in some of this more gray area stuff. But to me, the 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 takeaways for myself at least are like ignorance is bliss when it is applied to things that like you are putting your attention into but are just not actionable or useful in in any way and they have no uh chance of becoming that way uh otherwise for me i'm i'm much more strongly on the side of like get information figure out what you have influence over how these things impact you or or whatever else Mm -hmm. yeah totally All right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in this week. We appreciate you. And if you appreciate us, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and help spread the happiness in the world. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Happy Talks with Dr. Allison Donovan. We hope you got something of value to help bring a little more happiness into your life. What lesson or takeaway did you get from today's episode? For more tips and tools, be sure to check out my website at dralicefong.com and you can find me on my social media handles at dralicefong. You can find me at howtohappy.com and follow me on my social media handles at howtohappy. Catch Catch you next time. time.